I'm Felina. And I'm Summer. And you are listening to Broke and Broken. <laughs> because we're both. The podcast about living your best life by getting real. This is Felina. And this is Summer. And welcome to Broken Broken. Uh, today we have my friend Ellie with us. I'm like drawing a blank. I can't even remember your last name right now. What's your last name again? You, and you don't have to tell. It's McDonald. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, I know Ellie... Uh, it's kind of funny. I think I knew you like virtually before I knew you in person. Yeah. Um, but it was super sweet. Uh, you, uh, I don't think I've ever told you this actually. Uh-oh. Uh oh. No, it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I was actually when we were doing our last episode, I was thinking about my uh, relationship with my ex because yesterday marks a year since I broke up with him, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, mentally abusive. Not really physically abusive, um, but for once. But, I mean, he was just a sociopath. And I talked about that a lot. Like, I was obviously struggling with that, and I was open about it on social media. Mm -hmm. And you were really supportive. And I recognized that. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, I like this Ellie person. I think I maybe (laughs) had met you once. Probably. Um, I don't even know. Actually, I don't even know if I had. Did we just add each other? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Because I did that. Like, I was doing my music thing and mm-hmm. I'd be like oh anybody at the bar or whatever you know mm-hmm. like I would kind of you know if I was going to play somewhere I'd look and see who else had been there and mm-hmm. I'm like psycho about that anyway <laughs> <laughs> but now whenever I was going through that you chimed in and you like obviously had been through your own stuff mm-hmm. and you could like without saying a whole lot like made me feel less alone Aww. so because I at that time I don't know why like I, I didn't talk to it I guess I did talk to people in person, but I wanted to talk about it openly, mm-hmm. like I, because I thought maybe somebody else might be going through their shit too. Well, Just kind of, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, having you on here today, like that, the reason that I wanted to ask you to do this was because I knew that you had been through something too, mm-hmm. and if you wanted, I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about it, mm-hmm. and maybe help somebody else feel less alone um so I mean, that's that's why we're here today <laughs> <laughs> well that's <a> good reason <laughs> so maybe if I just ask like uh whenever like do you remember commenting or or things that I posted at all or is that yeah yeah not like super well but sure like maybe not specifically yeah. but just like it was obvious I was yeah mm-hmm. so what like I'm curious what what did you think that I was going through? Like, what part of it did you relate to that made you go, oh, yeah, I get that? Like, part of the abuse? Or... Like, how... Like, what was it that I was saying that made you... Like, what it... I don't know if I'm asking this. Does this make sense, what I'm trying to say? What was it that made you go ahead and reach out and, and comment to her? Like, what her made post, it relatable you know? to you? Like, what... How that resonated we, with you. Oh, I mean, I I think even Celia mentioned that you and I had gotten out of, because it's almost a year that I left my abusive relationship, so I was, like, kind of in the same spot, and you were just saying exactly what I was feeling, and I was like, oh, man. So your timeline's kind of yeah, out too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. mid-February kind of is when I started to, like, actually, and then it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally dissolved. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of the same mm-hmm. with mine, too. So, but do you... Uh, how long were you with uh, the guy that was abusive? Um, for a year, on on and off and on and off and on and off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of back and forth. Yeah. So much. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know how that goes. Um, and I mean, what was his particular, you know, my ex's flavor of abuse was gaslighting a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gaslighting. And then some body shaming. Really? Like, it was just, there was so much. Oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. And, you know, something that I struggle with is, uh, what I've realized I've been struggling with, I didn't even realize it at first, but a recent relationship with a, a man in my life who's not a romantic relationship, but mm-hmm. has made me realize that I, like, really have had some resentment towards men in general. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> I mean... And it's not fair to be so generalized about it, I guess. I mean, I'm, like, trying to see the other perspective. But, like, yeah, it's... I feel like the guys who actually get it don't care. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, we're the worst. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, you're actually kind of the best. Thank you. Yeah, those guys are are the best. (laughs) Yes, they are. I think that's why the Bonnet's such a great place to hang out because mm-hmm. it feels really safe. It, it, I, it's like, that's like the one place that I started going where I felt safe because I've been there, going there for a while and Michelle and Tanner didn't really know me, but my ex would go in there and then they found out that what had happened, not even like a big explanation, like Wit said something, they're like, well, I guess he's banned. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yes. Wish more people had that sort of yeah. I do too. Of trying to explain it away or I do excuses. too. You know, I had the opposite experience happen uh, because my ex uh, and I had a particular bar we hung out at mm-hmm. all the time in Oklahoma City, and it's still one of my favorite bars. But like, uh, one of the last times I went there, like after uh, he moved, because like he gaslit me into hanging on to a relationship where he supposedly wasn't cheating on me for an entire year while he lived in Colorado. So, yeah, which he didn't really have to move there. He just, you know, whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, where, where was I going with this? Yeah, <laughs> him stoked. showing up at the bar. I yeah, okay. So, yeah, it had the opposite experience. Uh, so he showed up in town and he was such a psycho that he would like take his new girlfriend and like place her in the same bar stool that I would always sit in and he sat in his bar stool he was still wearing a necklace that I had given him like it's just weird he like kept trinkets from his past relationships because when we were together he had a ring that he would never take off from another girl isn't that crazy the trophy collection is creepy and women when you're finding out your men do this get the fuck away yeah well and you know it's (laughs) He had a, a, an explanation for everything and oh, was yeah, so masterful at turning it around on me mm-hmm. and making me seem like a crazy yeah. ass yep. person for being like, why the fuck are you wearing a ring that your high school girlfriend gave you? Mm-hmm. Like, right. take like, that shit off. Like, keeping things is one thing, you know? I mean, we mm-hmm. all have stuff. I mean, because, you know, you're grown and you, you know, live your yeah, life. Yeah, but, like, wearing but the trophy co- fucking yeah. day. Then it's the trophy. It crosses over into that trophy collection. Well, and it makes My me feel friend like- found a collection. She's going to hate me if she hears this. Uh... <laughs> I hope she doesn't ever listen. Um, a collection of toothbrushes in his, in her. You man, told me about this. In her man's offline. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, like in, a, I think it was the guest bathroom or whatever in the cabinet. He had, but it's not just. And his excuse was, oh, when they stop coming around, I just throw them down there. They were all collected in a jar. With their labeled with their names on them in Sharpie and his 
and writing. So there was like, and she, her focus was on completely the wrong thing. She's like, that's a lot of fucking women. I'm like, I don't care how many women he fucked. He kept this his trophy collection. <laughs> yeah. I even said, I'm like, I said, seriously, Google sexual trophy collection. It's like, this is serial killer shit. Like, this is how women disappear. I said, do you even know if those women are alive? She stopped talking to me for a few days. Because she didn't want to hear it. Because I'm like, nope, I will not move on this. That is not okay. No, you're right. And if somebody would have intervened. and But you know, I didn't tell people the weird shit because he made me feel bad about him in, in right. a way. I So I was secretive about it because I blamed myself. Yeah. So I wasn't saying anything mm-hmm. to my friends about the weird shit that he was you know, trying to do to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the 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 collection like wearing old shit. I feel sorry for his new girlfriend. I mean, she tried to stand up for him online because I blasted him online a few about a year ago, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she tried to defend him. But yet, I see pictures of him that are recent with them together, and he's wearing this necklace I gave him, and it's not just a regular necklace. Like it was. Uh, a love it's called like the love tone and like it has a whistle and when you blow it it's like the like megahertz oh, that is like so the most calming yeah it was a really too. symbolic like it was a meaningful gift mm-hmm. you know I think it's to prove that he was lo- once loved I think it's that sad like I don't think he knows how to experience love and so he mimics it he's a sociopath like, well, probably I think he can't just, experience he can't that. feel it but he wants to know that he's been loved and like it's trophies, it's, right? Because that feeds the ego, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know his new girlfriend, like she defended him. But I'm like, you're walking around, and I, I guarantee you, she's asked about that necklace, mm-hmm. and he explained it away, made her feel bad for even asking. Yeah, you know. And all, I see. I did some light stalking, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the really sad part was that. Um, in almost all of her posts, she would hashtag, hashtag things like, uh, he puts up with me. Or, oh, uh, you told uh, me about that. Yeah. Did I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's That's like. That's a sign of huge gaslighting. Oh, yeah. There. Because I was doing this. She's taking the blame. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And she's not, well, according to him, she wasn't as smart as I was. So, you know, who knows what's right. true or not. But, like. I just hope the poor girl figures it out sooner Hopefully. Later. Before yeah, they procreate, that man does not need to have children. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm guilty of having a child with a man like that. And I feel like I, feel like I should apologize to my son every single day <laughs> for <laughs> giving him a life with a father like that. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, do you... Have you checked up on your ex at all? Or has it been healthier for you? I found it healthy for me to actually check in. The first part... Like, the first part of, like, getting away from him, I would check in. But part of it was just, like, me being afraid if he was, like, I'm going to this place. So I could be, like, I'm not going to that place. Oh, right, so yeah. But, yeah. But then I had him. to just, like, totally block him because he kept messaging me and liking all my pictures and stuff, just trying to upset me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I have reactions. I haven't really. But I have friends that um, do check, even that aren't Facebook friends with him, if we're going to, like, a venue and they'll tell me so that's nice yeah yeah Yeah, that is really nice Mm -hmm. that's really nice I guess I would have to deal with that Mm -hmm. if uh he still lived here yeah Mm -hmm. it was a huge blessing that he moved to Colorado Mm -hmm. I was really happy about that so have you accidentally run into him unexpectedly how hard is that it was awful how has that gone well the first time I like 
played tough and was like, don't touch me, and then went out and cried, you know, but... Because he just walked up to me at, like, a show and, like, started rubbing my back, and I was like, Mm-mm. yeah. I'm sorry. No, what? Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. no. Fuck you. Yeah. And then he did it, did some weird things a few more times, but the last time I saw him, I was actually really proud because he was walking with one of um, my former friends now, but, uh, and he saw me, and he was like, hey, and I was like, like, as far as that couch driving, because they were on the side of the street, and I just did this. Like, I could have been like, fuck you. Yes. But I just kept driving, didn't even yes. look at him. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I never finished why I was not happy about the bar thing, but that reminded me yeah. um, that uh, the first time I ran into my ex, he had come back to Colorado and I was sitting there. Mm-hmm. And the bar owner knew, like, and I told him the story and one of the other bartenders knew. And, like, he went over there and just chatted it up with them, like, buddies. Because he, would like, knew his girlfriend, his mm-hmm. new girlfriend, and they were friends. And I'm like, okie doke. So... Mm-hmm. I haven't really wanted to go back there. That since. sucks. Yeah. 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 But the last time I saw him, I think I told you the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I walked out and I never even acknowledged his existence. You felt okay. great. Felt <laughs> fucking fantastic. Yeah. So that yeah. driving away in mm-hmm. the car, like, yeah. he knows you heard him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you didn't give him the attention, which mm-hmm. is what they want. It's all about mm-hmm. getting the right kind of attention when they want it. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're in their own little... Selfish world. That's why they live. Selfish world. It's a horrible planet. Yeah. <laughs> horrible planet. Don't but selfish me. world, maybe not a bad band name. Damn, my phone's all over there, right? <laughs> I'll have to just remember it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have it recorded. It's oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's memorialized. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I decided the other day accidentally crossfaded was a good band name. Crossfaded? Accidentally crossfaded. Oh, accidentally. Because that's what I was in that moment, and it was hilarious <laughs> I to like me. it. It was hilarious at that moment. <laughs> Ellie has an impressive list of <laughs> band names potential that are hilarious. <laughs> and outlandish. Way, it's and way best. too long, though. It's But it's so fun. It's like really a uh, <laughs> like a, a list of memories because like yeah. whenever you bring that's them up, right. everybody's like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's what we were doing when that one came." It's up. all like organic. Like someone will be like, well, "I'm trying to think of one now. I can't remember any of them." There was like something with possums. There was possums. Yeah, oh, I love possums. It's always a good time when you have a possum. Oh, God, there were so many great ones. Something about <laughs> nope. vomit. Oh, okay. Um, there was one where Wit and I were talking about. Um, how women will sell their underwear, you know, and we were like, oh, that's fine. And then you t- went on to like breast milk, oh, but yeah. maybe the breast pump. And he was like, what would you do if you got a moldy breast pump? And I was like, moldy breast pump. <laughs> Band name. So whenever that's someone says that, he's like, picture. yeah. Pump and then I was like, maybe sure. some people are into yes. moldy breast pumps. You don't know. You Could don't. Be, you you don't, know. don't know. You don't shame them. That's their choice. Yeah, they're paying for it. Like, <laughs> whatever makes them Someone's happy. making money. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, getting comfortable with yourself, yeah. <laughs> you know, is uh, like super important though. Mm-hmm. And like, I love the whole attitude of all of you. Like it, you guys have been so great because I don't get, I don't get to hang out as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I do like, you know, I feel super like comfortable being my complete self. Yeah. You know, like, you should just open and goofy and Mm -hmm. happy and weird and (laughs) like there's nothing like if I walked in and like if I was having a super bad day and just like something really bad happened and I needed to cry Mm -hmm. like I would go there and know that somebody would take care of me yeah oh yeah (laughs) like if I walked in was like hey 
my cat died or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like someone will hug me and buy me a beer. Yeah. Like, you know, multiple people will probably hug you. Yeah. Even a stranger. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's such a great place. And I, uh, but you know, it's the people. Like, it is. Yeah. It's all the people that make it great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's been a really nice thing for me. Cause I like broke up with my band too at the end of December or mm-hmm. January. And, uh, you know, that was a whole nother thing. And, mm-hmm. You know, just was serendipitous that I landed exactly where I needed to be. Yeah. Where you belong. Yeah. And meeting all of you guys has been really great and mm-hmm. healing. And We love you. I, oh, I love you. <laughs> I do. I think you guys are all the sweetest. And uh, listen to me complain. And <laughs> be stupid. Listen to my music and are encouraging. It's good music. Oh, thank you. Well, uh, you are also quite an artist. Uh, I mean, your drawings and creativity. Like, your brain is so creative. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I love all of your sketches. I, really? Yes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. No. She sounds so surprised. <laughs> like, no, like, you're brilliantly creative. Like, oh. yeah, no, absolutely. You don't know this about yourself? No. Dude. <laughs> like, the, nobody else has a list of 80 band names that are crazy creative and like drawings of the fish sisters <laughs> well the fish sisters yeah <laughs> i mean that was awesome <laughs> i'm like can you design me a t-shirt <laughs> oh, maybe yeah that would be awesome it's got to come about organically though or else okay. i won't have yeah yeah <laughs> i like it well you just draw you just draw for fun then yeah yeah i'm a doodler do Why do I keep doing weird voices? I don't know. I, mean, I, I always it? do. No, I think I always do. Well, maybe I we have a future as a voice actor. <laughs> you do always do funny voices. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, everybody at the bonnet, it's like walking into a skit of Saturday Night Live. It is. It <laughs> really <laughs> is. I mean, like you're speaking your own language. You were talking about this last night. Like, mm-hmm. Because all the words are English language, <laughs> but like the way they're being strung together... <laughs> Makes no sense to an outsider. But after a while, you kind of get sucked into the... You pick the, up the, the weirdness. The language, yeah. Yeah, to the world. And then it starts making sense and you start adding to the weirdness. <laughs> and then it's too late for you. Yeah, and then... There's no turning back. No turning back. Yeah, because there's all this rulemaking mm-hmm. of, like, the new language of what things mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. And you are officially part of the cult. Yeah. I feel like this could be turned into a board game. Like, just that whole interaction. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there are, is like, a social contract. Like, there's rules that everybody kind of plays by. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where you have to go into the uh, realm of possibility. Where possibility. <laughs> That's a kind word. Yeah. <laughs> where anything is possible. Yeah. Right. Any weird thing Very is possible. <laughs> I don't know. It's... But it's fun because it's creative. Mm-hmm. It know? is fun. It's not, it's not, uh, you know, it, it's, cre- I don't know. I, for me, like a, a 50-50, like I like to talk about my feelings and problems and things. But after a while, like I just want to spend my time being creative mm-hmm. and doing something else to, to help me heal. Yeah. And even something silly like that is a creative outlet. It is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely a creative outlet. Everybody's got to have one, man. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it's people so, who yeah. don't. I mean, and they're not well-balanced. No. 
They're sociopaths. <laughs> they don't need one because they don't have feelings or souls. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't realize it had been a year for you, too. Around, yeah. That's Around crazy. that time. Yeah. Mine was more of like a Band-Aid pulling off. Mm-hmm. I knew how he was going to be, so I sent him all his shit back and locked him on absolutely everything, and he couldn't contact me, period. That's awesome. End of story. That's always my recommendation. And then, I, yeah, it was just, I ripped it like a Because if you start talking he, to them, they suck you back in, yeah. and you get in that yeah. circle again. That yeah. happened so many times. Yeah. One of the things I felt shameful about was missing him, because mm-hmm. I knew how bad he was for me, but I still missed his physical presence. Mm-hmm. That was... No, I went through that, too, like, laying in bed alone and just being like... You're a piece of garbage. Yeah. But I missed the piece of garbage. I'm cold. You were my favorite piece of garbage. Yeah. Now you're gone. Yeah. Well, that's like the hardest lesson, I think, though, is like getting to that point where you have to like put yourself first and not just like cave to your habitual right. energy yeah. and, and like cave to what feels because change is scary, mm-hmm. you know, and like women stay in abusive relationships because they know their enemy you know like they know what they're in yeah the familiar yeah the familiar and they're afraid of the change they're afraid i can't remember the name of the syndrome but where you get like attached to your captor stockholm yes thank you um it's almost like that yeah you know where you know it's so bad for you Mm -hmm. and you could leave but you don't Mm -hmm. because then what yeah but i'm here to tell you that there's so much more oh, yeah. after Absolutely. you walk away mm-hmm. and you get stronger. I, I mean, I was just thinking about this yesterday. Yesterday was exactly one year mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't even realize it until like 1 a.m. when I was like drunk and on stage and oh, singing the song. Time. Well, I sang backside. I was like, this oh, song for you, you, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think I need, I, I realized I don't need to be angry anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'm done being angry. I am too. Yeah. That's been difficult for me. And I've been projecting my anger onto, uh, like, my male friends. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who actually had no ill intent. Mm-hmm. Just because I've... It was like going from one extreme to the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you do any of that? I feel like I project all my shit. Uh, well... Now I push people away. <laughs> I, I push people away for sure. Yeah. Like, so quickly. I like, made a really good friend because like, we were talking about it and we talked about books all the time. And then I was just like, I would just get blackout like almost every night. And then like we'd be having this great conversation. And then I'd say something and it would just be crazy. And then one day he just stopped replying. And I was like, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was yeah. like the most reckless. Yeah. yeah. You test people's staying power, right? Yep. Yeah, me too. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like, a total piece of shit. Fuck up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you're like. But are you still here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Got you. Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, right. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, we probably both have abandonment issues then. Oh, yeah. Because that's what I mm-hmm. know mine right. stemmed from. Mm-hmm. So you get in that dysfunctional pattern. Yeah. So, like, who abandoned you, do you know, that's caused the problems? I know it was my mom. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Prop. It was more like emotional, but probably my dad. Like emotional abandonment. That's just yeah. as bad. Yeah. But it kind of sucked that he was always there after that, <laughs> physically, because he'd been like, he just like, yeah. and that was, that's probably it. I never th- really thought about it before, though. Yeah, my dad was present, but emotionally absent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mom was physically absent. Yeah. I just grew up with my dad, mm-hmm. and he was, I got boobs, and he stopped talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I don't know if that was around the same time your dad... Were you ever close with your dad, or was he always... I, I remember, like, when I was a child, being mm. close and looking up to him and, like, making tree forts, and then I got older, and then just, like, he just... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Got real mean. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Do you have a relationship with him now? I haven't talked to him in, like, six months. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to my dad in a while. You know, we we've gone back and forth on having an okay relationship. So yeah, it's but it's at the end of the day, it's inauthentic, mm-hmm. which is why I struggle with it. Even though out of you know respect or whatever, like he's my father and he's my only living parent. Like mm-hmm. like I need to see him, you know. And he did take care of me, and I guess I should. That owe sense him. of obligation. Yeah, there is a sense, and I and I and I love him. I mean, he's my father, mm-hmm. but yeah, like he just. It's just the in having to play the game and not be who I really am, mm-hmm. and you know, him just being a fucking Trump supporter, yeah, <laughs> alone. Like it's just like, ugh, mm-hmm. no, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be around you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I, when I went to Gaiman, uh, maybe you'll relate to this that um, I realized uh, my dad gaslighted me a lot growing up he lied a lot Mm -hmm. he made up shit and I wanted to believe the truth that he was selling me Mm -hmm. and I realized when I was in Diamond that I had allowed that to repeat in my relationship and that's why I was allowing men to treat me like shit Mm -hmm. and lie to me like I knew better but I had been trained my whole life that this is what men do mm-hmm. and my dad you know always blamed everything on me mm-hmm. if there was any sort of conflict he took his his rage out on me yeah he didn't hit me but I mean he like one time wrapped a telephone cord around his neck and threatened to kill himself in front of me mm-hmm. it because I wouldn't stop crying because I was upset about something and he didn't know how to handle it and he was it was too hard for him to be a dad so yeah. and now I'm a parent and I've been a bitch to my daughter. Like, I have yelled at her unnecessarily mm-hmm. and harshly in ways that are unforgivable in my eyes. But I have to forgive myself and move forward. The difference between my dad and uh, me is that I apologize to my daughter. Yep. I know you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you fuck up, you mm-hmm. apologize, you own it, you grow. Right. And she's and watching you do me. that anymore. You yeah. Don't just blame it on them. And yeah. Yeah. I want so my father to this day will be like, well, if you hadn't been that way, I wouldn't hit you. And I'm like, thanks, Dad. Oh. But that's the kind I only of hit that because I love you. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I yeah. We had an argument about that here. Like that's but that's what that. sets us up yeah. to accept men to treat us that exactly. way. Exactly. That's what I yeah. said. I said, do you have any idea what you're teaching a little girl when you're like? I only hit you because I love you and I'm like mm-hmm. thank god I have never allowed another man to love me like that since or even when like there are little girls with and they say it's a crush or whatever oh, he's only picking on you and hitting you because he, he likes, likes you yes yeah. that shit bothers me what a damaging message yeah. yep oh yeah no I'm like no nope no mm-hmm. my daughter she's like gone to the extreme to where she won't even shake a man's hand hell yeah she, <laughs> she'll do like she'll pound it but that's the extent <laughs> like men offer her hand she's just like no and she knows that I'm totally cool with her setting whatever boundaries she wants to set. So mm-hmm. she does. She's she wants awesome. to be touched. For sure. And so, like, she's gotten to doing that. I'm like, at least say hi. Like, mm-hmm. you have to at least talk. She looks cooler, though. She just fist bumps them. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're right. Maybe we need to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's been a year. Do you feel stronger? I do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, a thousand times. Like, can you imagine, like, think about, like, the day after... 
or like the day of and mm-hmm. then like think about how shitty you felt still the day after mm-hmm. but like the progression of time like really does help oh yeah you know it's you know if you'll face your shit you can, the only way to get through it faster is to like go in deeper mm-hmm. you know just like go into it feel it all yep that's what I did <laughs> yeah me too me too I took it out of my art and mm-hmm. my friends and yep. whatever yeah I found out who my real friends were oh me too <laughs> yeah isn't that crazy mm-hmm. yeah yeah people you think are really your friends really aren't nope not when you're, you like really need them right yeah yeah, no. Well, I I don't know. I, I had a friend who just, like, she thought that I was asking too much of my friends for their emotional support. Like, I was leaning too much on them, and I just needed to go to therapy mm-hmm. and lean on someone else. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like, <laughs> I probably do need to go to therapy. And I did go for a while, and I stopped, and maybe I should have gone back. Whatever. But that's my fucking choice. You don't get to judge me for that or say that to me. And you certainly don't get to stop being my friend. Yeah. Uh, you show yourself when you do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you showed yourself by not being my friend anymore uh, because I you abandoned me. Yeah. Yeah, so fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sayonara. Peace. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that, that sucks that you had that. But it's kind of nice, right? Like, to yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. No? No, it's been, it's been good. Well, I'm glad you feel stronger you seem stronger oh, and happier you know, even, buff now. <laughs> even from the last like just I've only been hanging out since like January really mm-hmm. pretty regularly and even just since then like you seem like you've been happier I have. lighter mm-hmm. I have definitely been both yeah even since you came over here for the ladies jam oh <laughs> that wasn't that long ago well, like making more friends even more than I had you know yeah well I consider you a friend I'm really, whoa Whoa. <laughs> it's a little soon. It's like boundaries. Boundaries. No, no I can see you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Whatever. No, I'm being cheesy and you're making fun of me. It's perfect. <laughs> so what's your philosophy on relationships now? Ready to have two or three? Like, three yeah, where are you at? I'm just um, to date, not date. Don't give a shit. I'm single. And I'm not really wanting to date, but I'm actually... I'm. I feel happier than I ever was with anyone right and I don't I'm not looking for anything I'm right just, I yep. think that's a sign of, of good healing yeah. it's always yeah. dangerous when people start jumping into relationships I tried to after. do that right after yeah I like immediately was like I'm gonna get laid let me get on tinder let's let get me prove my self-worth yeah. I'm gonna make sure another man still wants me like a dumbass mm-hmm. you know and then I was like fuck that like mm-hmm. I'm not doing that Again. Well, and it helps you avoid the actual issues too, right? Because you're distracted. Well, also, you're getting I was just the, like you're getting the, to get laid. right. You're getting, <laughs> you're getting the emotional cleanse. feedback you want, <laughs> and you're getting your physical needs met, and you can ignore the actual problem. Yes, <laughs> it was totally a coping mechanism, and yes. I couldn't do it anymore. Something clicked in me in January. I was bitching about on the last podcast about not getting laid in a very long time, but it's honestly been my choice. Like, yeah, I yeah, I could walk outside and be like. I have a vagina. I'm like, right? oh yeah, men show up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like random old flings will just send me dick pics. Yeah. I'm like, why? Is there ever an expiration date on that? Do they I ever stop? Like, what what if I have a boyfriend now? What if I was care. married now? They like it's care. been four years. Like I know. They just show up years yeah. later. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, what if like you have children? One of us playing with the phone. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No. Just randomly get it. Yeah. I don't want to date either. 
it feels good to like yourself, right? Yeah, but I also, I mean, like, like I'm not, not, I feel not very, like very loved. That's wonderful. You yeah. are. But there's nothing, like, weird, like, commitment-y or, like, uh, I mean, even romantically loved right now, but it's not, like, jumping into anything. It's just, like, it's, like, the best. See, that's oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I prefer. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to own somebody. Or exactly. Yes. I exactly. Can be, I can be loved and I can love them. And exactly. And we can mm-hmm. still have our own lives. Mm-hmm. And yes. And I, yes. I don't know that I'll ever be willing to do a monogamous, cohabitating relationship again <laughs> because mm-hmm. this is so wonderful to be in that space of, mm-hmm. you know, Two grown ass adults who don't have to. Yeah, we love each other, but we're not like, <laughs> let's get married, have some kids, buy a house. Or right, no. Yeah. Let me brand you. Let me brand you real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's get tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I find myself sometimes going back into the mindset of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not what I want. Well, I think it's because I'm we're, conditioned, that we're mm-hmm. conditioned that that's what it, you're supposed to do from the moment we're born. Yeah. That anything less than that is something and awful it's really or funny, which like, is ridiculous. One but. of the funny things about online dating is that like men on, like just immediately assume that women are going to be wanting commitment. Yes. <laughs> and so like they're like their first thing is like I'm not looking for anything serious. And, like sometimes they're just looking for sex, but a lot of times they're just trying to avoid that and they don't yeah. know how to communicate. It's like me neither, right. dude. Yeah. I'm like they're hold like, your presumptions, please. Yeah, it's like, three in the morning. Because they, they think every woman's ready to rent a courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> within the first week. It's ridiculous. I I have recently started online dating again because I, really, I, I discovered a new app. I don't know this it's one. It's different. How I don't even it, know why I'm doing it, it because I don't like, I'm just like waiting for somebody to like take an interest in me and then they can pursue me. If they're interesting, I might entertain it. Like mm-hmm. That's kinda, how I always did it. I like I window not, shopping. Yeah. I they're window shopping. Mm-hmm. We'll see who's going to like actually, like who, who actually piques my interest. It's window shopping. Window yeah. shopping. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, what's the market like today? You know, mm-hmm. we'll see. Usually disappointing. Usually disappointing. <laughs> but uh, the way it connects is different than Tinder or Bumble. Like you don't like match like immediately. Like okay. you like people. Like you go through people and like you can like anything on their profile, like a photo, something that they've answered, uh, whatever. Okay. And you can like that. And then they will be notified that you like whatever it is that they said. But you have to like someone in order for them to... uh, It's basically like an invitation for them to start a conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so... So it's like Facebook. Well, (laughs) you don't have to list of friends. that with me on Facebook. Don't be liking shit to try to get my attention. I hate that shit too. You don't block. Oh my God. I have have like a list of like 200 men that I've just not... I need to just delete them. But like I've not approved their friend request. Oh, I do that all the time. Because if you delete the request, then they can send another one. Right. But if you just leave them them hanging, then they can't contact you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you like their their post or picture or whatever, and then they can uh, respond to you with either, like they can say, actually, I think they have to send you an invitation to respond back to them. Like there's, it's really non-intrusive, you know? It's like, Introverts. Yeah, like it's kind of like there's a lot of like steps before you actually engage into a conversation. You don't just get like 
swipe somebody and then somebody can hit you up the next minute. Mm -hmm. Like, there has to be, like, a secondary, like, maybe you just like that photo, but you didn't really want to talk to that person. That's cool. You know? I actually kind of like it. And I found the quality, there's no, like, for me, a long-distance relationship would actually be kind of great. Like, that's why my ex and I stayed together for so long is because I actually liked the arrangement because I'm so busy, but I could, like, carve out time for him and then I could be about us, you know? Like... I like that because I can just manage my life better. Yeah, right. Um, and there's your business. Every yeah, day. and it like reaches as far as like Tulsa, and like it's not not just Tulsa. It's not just the region either. Like mm-hmm. you can go a little farther, which I think is kind of cool. That is cool because there's, I mean, the the market here. Norman's small. It's small. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma City is small. Yeah, like this. I've I've been there, done this metro. Mm-hmm. Like, well, right. And the thing is, you're going to run into them at some point. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because if you have anything in common, you're gonna end up with, you know, in the same circle of people, Mm -hmm. and then that's happened to me. (laughs) Yeah, same. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, I can't date anybody because they all know you and you, and I don't want to do this. (laughs) Yeah, I had I saw one of uh, (laughs) my ex's like old classmates, and I knew that they knew one another on there. I knew he knew that I had dated Ryan and all that. like and he had liked my photo mm-hmm. like you're not getting an invitation to talk to me I'm sorry right <laughs> no. yeah no it's nice of you that you don't care but no not crossing in the worlds left that behind a while back <laughs> good plan yeah well I'm sorry that you have to deal with him actually being in town oh it's okay but sounds like you are stronger and doesn't really seem to phase you anymore that's good yeah that's really good Mm -hmm. that's really healthy you can contact the podcast at broke broken podcast at gmail.com the broken broken podcast can be found on twitter at broke broken show on instagram and facebook at broke broken podcast